Blog Talk Radio. I love music, and every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move, it makes me want to have fun, but it's something about this joint right here, this joint right here, it makes me want to...
Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes. Welcome to Let's Chat, y'all. This is our Valentine's Day edition. Hey, T. Hey, Lisa, girl. You know you got me all thrown off on this Wednesday night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you know, Valentine's Day is tomorrow, so we had to switch it up a bit. Uh, to be able to give y'all a show, but we have a good show tonight. We do. We got a good show. We got a good show. Uh, we talking that talk about real love. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's our Valentine's Day edition chit chat. We got three fabulous guest actress: Martine France, author Honey Winters, and author Elijah Foreman. So we got. Two ladies and a and a man. They gonna be in here talking that talk. Um, I don't want him to feel ganged up on, but I'm just saying we gonna see. He he normally can handle his phone really well, so I'm not too concerned about that. <laughs> you know he will. And if y'all haven't gotten up close and personal with Mr. Elijah Foreman, just check out our archives. He was on our show a couple of weeks ago as a huge huge favor to the ladies of Let's Chat. He always comes through. But, Lisa, it's been a minute since we had the wonderful Miss Marcinet France in the in the chat room. So we got a lot of catching up to do, girl. Absolutely. And then we have the fabulous, it's a new author. Uh, author actually, I just met um, Honey Winter. She's going to be in talking that talk with us as well. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. So am I. And for those new faces in the chat room, Lisha and I, we welcome you guys and thanks for tuning in this Wednesday evening for our Valentine's Day special. But just to let you guys know what we do here on this chat, just to give you an overview before our guests get into the chat room, we love celebrating literature because Lisha and I are readers first and foremost, but we love all walks of the arts. So it's not just reading that we enjoy, we enjoy um we have guests from publishers, lawyers, you know, uh, athletes. We've had a couple of athletes in the um, chat room. We've had actors. So we've had all walks of life that have come to the chat room and shared their special time and their special passion with us. So make sure you check out our archives because it is so, so rich with so much talent and jewels being dropped. We're just a huge jewelry box in our chat room, in our archives leash. <laughs> but we love doing that in the raw in a you know, fun and intimate environment. And we get to interact with our guests. And if you like to interact with anyone or just make a comment, just press your number one and we'll bring you into the chat room. Now you won't be able to do that if you're listening to us online. You'd have to call into our show and our guest number here on Let's Chat is three four seven two zero five nine three eight seven. And if you'd like to chime in on that real love with our three wonderful guests, just press that number one and we'll bring you into the chat room once again. Thanks for tuning in to Let's Chat for our Valentine's Day special. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know my favorite saying here on Let's Chat now, I know if you follow me on Facebook you've heard me say it before. Even salt looks like sugar. I'm just saying, even salt looks like sugar. We're going to talk that talk tonight, y'all. It's about to go down. So I'm really excited. 
We got three fabulous guests in here. Uh, we're going to talk about everything from emotional um, addiction. Like sometimes people are like emotionally dependent on people and they think that's love uh, all the way down to um, full attraction and thinking that's love or even attention. Because somebody pay attention mm-hmm. to you, you think that's love, you know. So we gonna talk about it all here in the chat. Oh, it's about to go down, and um, yeah, you know, we we just have the one guy in the chat room, Mr. Elijah Foreman. So, uh, like you said, he can hold his own, but he's surrounded by four strong women. So, Elijah, you better come with your A plus <laughs> game, not just your A game. You better step it up to an A plus man. <laughs> Yeah, it's about to go down. So we gonna talk that talk, you know. And I think that everybody has been a, has been uh, subject to the, to those things, you know, thinking mm-hmm. something is real and it's really not based on, you know, actions. Sometimes actions will fool you. Sometimes you can't go off actions, but you gotta go off off behavior and cycles, and and you gotta pay attention to what you see. It's gotta be um, patterns. Patterns will tell you Mm -hmm. what actions don't tell you. Patterns will tell you what words don't tell you. You know, they can tell you one thing and they can do something here and there, but it's their pattern. If they're not doing it on a regular, consistent basis, it might be a little something in there. It might be a little something in there that ain't right. Mm -hmm. Because why you can't do the same thing, you know, all the time. That's a good point. So you you need to show consistency as well as as well as some redundancy, just to show that it's not, you know, superficial or just that one time Charlie, you know. So make it make it efficient, guys. Absolutely. Be consistent. Absolutely. Yep. And when I say guys, I don't just mean men. You know, I'm sorry, Lee. But when I say guys, <laughs> you know, it's just a, a term. I don't just mean men. I mean both. Women and female, you have to be Absolutely. consistent. So I don't want the guys to think, because y'all know, Lee should be getting on our guys, but I'd be, I be taking up for them. I, I'm a champion of our guys. On the show. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just kidding. <laughs> y'all see how she be doing, her sister? Y'all know, Lee should be going hard. So I'll be trying to talk Let me tell y'all. <laughs> Mm-mm. See, just as shady as you want to be. You, I got, I got my shades right here next to me. I really do. I got my shades. I'm put them on every time she talks. Cause y'all gotta watch it. Cause it, it might be some shade going on. I'll be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, cause Lisha, Lisha jump in my inbox. She said, did you just throw some shade? <laughs> oh, undercover shadiness. Shadiness. You got it. T will shade you. Let me tell y'all about Miss Tony. Miss Tony will shade you and, you and make you think, did she just shade me? And so I'll be like, I, I felt a little shade coming coming that way. Did you shade them? She'll be like, what you mean? I, I just, you know, that was a little shady. Like, I had to put my glasses on for that comment right there. But it's all funny. Oh, it's all love here on that chat. We just love, love sharing our passion with our listening family. 
Well, honey, we appreciate y'all coming and kicking with us in the chat room. We want to welcome y'all. I am Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be back, and it's going to be throwdown time. All right.
You are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, welcome to Let's Chat. And you're coming to kick it with the ladies of Let's Chat tonight. We're talking that talk about real love, y'all. We got three fabulous guests that are coming come in here and shake. Fabulous actress, Marcinae France. We got author Honey Winters and author Elijah Foreman. So we got two ladies and a dude. I'm just saying, Elijah, we're not trying to gang up on you. I know that you can handle your own, but I'm just saying. It's going down. You're right, green A plus game. I don't know. We we ain't going to be able to throw you a lifeline. We might be able to throw you a few. But um, I don't know. You know, Tony going to be shading on the side. (laughs) But we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time today in the chat room. Um, I just want to take a brief moment, and I want everybody just to say a prayer for the fabulous Bunny DeBarge. She is um, she's ill in, 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 in the hospital, so we want to just pray for a speedy recovery for her. We appreciate mm-hmm. all of her great music, all of her great writing um, that has brought us great music, and uh, so we want her to have a speedy recovery. Absolutely. So we got our first, absolutely, friends of the show. We got our first guest up in the chat room. Hey, Elijah. Elijah, you there? Let me find out we done scared you off already. (laughs) Elijah, you there? Are you muted? Okay, well, let's go down here. We got the fabulous Martinez France. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, lady, how you doing this evening? Thanks for joining us. Yes, I'm always fantabulous. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show tonight. I love it here. You are so welcome. Absolutely. Now you got to let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. You are an actress. Uh, we have seen you on Love Is. It's so heartbroken that it has been canceled. But uh, what you been? What you got going on? I know you got stuff going on, honey. You know I do because, you know, ain't nothing wrong with hustling and grinding every now and then. So, you know, I hear in the industry you always got to keep yourself above water. So I ain't doing nothing but mm-hmm. trade lightly, but I'm enjoying the ride. I will say that. Um, so, yes, they canceled Love Is, but I'm almost certain it's not for good. It may not be for the own network, but somebody's going to own that joint. It'll come back, and it's going to be better than ever, so I'm excited about that. Good Girls are still going strong, so you should see me back on there on the next season. And I'm excited about the work that I have in um, for Netflix. And you can catch me on Netflix as well with the first season of Good Girls. That's airing right now. And then I have a project that I'm personally working on, a superhero project, so I'm excited about that. I won't let too much out the bag because I don't think y'all signed NDAs, but just know that I am working. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You got some good things. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to talk that talk with you on today. We got our next fabulous guest, the fabulous Elijah Foreman. Hey, Elijah. Elijah, you with us? Maybe he likes my voice. Hey, Elijah. I knew it. 
and feel like one of my cousins, they hype me up like, you should write a book. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I will write a book. And so it mm-hmm. took me a very long time to write my first book, which is off the market, because the book I got coming out Friday is the remake of that one through my publisher. So, um, yeah, I just started off. I was in the foster care, and that's just where I found my inspiration to write, you know, how that go. Typical story. And um, I'm a single mom of one boy. He's seven. He just turned seven January 17th. It's hard being a single parent. Really hard. Uh, I got my certificate in broadcasting. Uh, in Illinois, I'm originally from Chicago, but I stay in Kentucky, which is so whack out here, so lame. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's basically the little rundown of where I'm at now and how I got started. Absolutely, absolutely, y'all. Well, we're about to type that talk with these with y'all today. Okay, so y'all, our topic today is real love. Okay, and we're gonna talk about. Um, all different levels of love and the fact that a lot of times what we think is love is deceiving. Um, and sometimes those deceiving thoughts of what it is are based on your preset expectations. And so first we're going to talk about being emotionally um, dependent on someone and believing that that is love. We're going to start with Marcinay. What is your, what is your take on that? Um, because oh, I really what? am an advocate for emotional freedom. <laughs> like, everybody want to be debt free. Like, what about that emotional freedom, not expecting um, those people around you to be certain things to you to make you happy? Let's talk a little bit about it. Oh, you had to start with the hard end. Okay, so <laughs> you know what? I don't even know what would qualify Y'all, me to minister. say it. It ain't hard. Listen, <laughs> listen now. All I have to say is, huh? you know, when you when you talk about real love and and being codependent on on somebody, um, that's just a setup for failure for me mm-hmm. from the jump mm-hmm. because. Nobody can make you happy if you're not happy yourself. And until you really know who you are, it's hard to even explain to people what it is that you really want and what it is that you need. So at the end of the day, being codependent on somebody to make you X, Y, and Z, whether it's happy, sad, sexually fulfilled, all this other stuff that we go for with people, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to ask you to stop because (laughs) – because now you're not really in a relationship with anyone. You're really still trying to grow up, and you're really still, you, you're still trying to fill yourself out. And so that's mm-hmm. a relationship that is doomed to fail from jump because, one, you can't communicate properly. Two, you have no earthly idea what you're really feeling. And three, nine of our thing, you probably haven't even experienced life enough to even be able to communicate. A difference between what real love is, what lust is, what a hard feeling is, what infatuation is, what is it I just want to have sex is. So you just have no earthly idea how to communicate that. So for me, with that codependency, I say that's a first time no-no. That's an X. Just stop where you at and reevaluate the situation and honestly find out who you are. Love yourself first. 
and then know what it means to honestly love and even know what love means to you, period. Like, what does that even mean to you? Absolutely. And I'm going to jump in and add to that, um, keeping keeping an eye out for those that are emotionally dependent on you. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, you can someone that if they don't have it on the inside, they really don't have it to give. But they're so emotionally dependent on you that that's where they get it from. But they don't know yeah. that's not really what love is. You know, that's a crutch. That's 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 somebody you that you need that you think is balancing you, but they're really not. Elijah, what is your take on it? Being emotionally attached, that's something that's very dangerous for one. Because that's pretty much giving the other person full control over how you feel mm-hmm. at any given time and day. So that's dangerous, man. Like, that means that a person can do anything good or bad and sway how you feel at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Especially when there's, like, that causes self-esteem issues. That causes, you know, doesn't really cause depression, but it adds to depression. It when does. a person's already when a person's already going through something mentally, that's what makes them give the emotional control to somebody else and try to just lean on them. And you know, it may not happen right away. It may take maybe a few months or maybe even a year or so before it starts going left. But once it goes left, there's what? no chance of it going back right. So you know, right. that that whole situation is is real dangerous, and it can end up being something that you never thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, so, and you, you gotta know, I would stay away too. from that. And you're right, and then when you think about it too, is um, love isn't even needy. Like, and when you come to a space where you have that need, you you're not loving a person. Like you said, that's a control issue. So once you get into that, that's not a supportive love action. Um, love supports your own and your partner's highest good, and what what means to to not have control over a person is to let that person be free and to love and to 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 just be able to give and share at their own leisure. It ain't about getting anything from a partner. But the minute you start pulling like that and start wanting all these these things, get demanding and oh, you're not making me happy, and I'm like, hey, boo, I was never made for from the jump. But me into this right here. I'm de- you definitely not love me. That's not love because love don't come from fear at all. Straight up right. needy. Um, just being needy. Right. Absolutely. And and that's so very true because when you come in, I think when two broken people come together, some people really feel like uh, a relationship can heal you. And I'm going to say that when two broken people come together, once the healing starts, it's going to be a reset period and and they're either going to reset together or they're going to reset apart and nine times out of ten you're going to reset apart because it's going to be so easy because you were you were so dependent just on an emotional level Uh, and emotions are like up and down they all over the place and so when you function on that emotional level you're never going to have balance and I think that 
you know, when you come into a relationship with somebody, it really has to be, y'all have to be on the same level. I think when they say you have to be equally yoked, that's so very important. You guys have to be thinking on the same level. Emotionally, you got to be on the same level. I'm not saying that you got to be perfect because we are all imperfect people looking for perfection that we're just not going to find. But at the same time, you have to know that everybody a little broken. But if somebody is so broken and and you're broken, when you over there trying to heal them, you're going to break yourself more than what you already are. And uh-huh. nobody got time for that. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about yeah. this doing stuff just because. I think we're in a society <laughs> where we're just doing stuff just because. People having babies just because. People people getting married just because. They doing stuff just because it's um, something new or, or in just because somebody told them this is what you're supposed to do. Let's talk about this just because phase that everybody doing things in. Let's go with Marcinay. Okay, so you talking about just because I feel like or just because it feels good, just because it was a good idea, just because I don't know what's going on. Just because he asked me to, just because I thought that this would make you happy, just because I thought that this was like the end of the road for us, I just really want to make you happy at this particular moment, just because, oh, okay then, so I want to say at this moment, just this day and age, my mama told me just because to. my mama said I had to get married just because, you know, you look like you was good on paper and it looked good just because <laughs> I accidentally knocked you up. I got to marry you just because I don't want to look bad in front of my parents. Okay, so we live in a popcorn society. Nothing is thought out. Nothing is really planned. Everything is so instant, especially when it comes to the Internet. So people are starting to live their lives just like they do on social media. It's not real. And so now just because people feel like it's on social media, they feel like they have a passport to live life recklessly. You do it the most. Our people don't plan anymore. They don't even think about their future. They don't think about legacy. They don't think about the long-term effects outside of themselves. They don't think about what would really happen to the other party just because you decided not to think. Sweet girl. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, what you got on that? I mean, I totally agree with you guys. Like, well, I believe, like, social media is trying to provide, it provides a fantasy life for couples. Like, you know how y'all see those memes on uh, social media talking about couple goals or goals and stuff like that? Relationship goals. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, relationship goals. (laughs) And people see that and they run with it or they get mad at their significant other, like, why you don't do this for me? Or just because it's on social media, everybody else doing it, so we got to do it too. No. That's why I, my relationship is private. It's not even on social media. You don't even see that I'm in a relationship on social media. Um, mm. And I just believe it goes back like- to morals, like what you believe in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely, Elijah. I mean, this, this this segment of the conversation just comes down to peer pressure. All that just because mm-hmm. stuff is somebody in your circle, even if it's your mom or it's an aunt or it's a cousin, it comes down to peer pressure. 
somebody giving you an opinion on what they think you should do because they know that they have that mind control or they have a chance to get that mind control to have you do it. That's really all that is, especially with social media because Facebook ain't nothing but a reality show on the computer. A lot of the stuff that we talk about is scripted, especially when we're sharing memes and stuff like that. A meme can get shared a million times a day, and everybody can share the the same opinion on it. So at the end of the day, that's a reality show. That's like watching Love and Hip Hop. You ain't got to watch it. Go on Facebook. But then there's also that, that, that side where a lot of times people see certain things. Like they may see that their parents been married for 30 years, or they may see that their mom has been single for a certain amount of time, or their father hasn't remarried. They might see certain things and feel like, I don't want to do that, I don't want to be me, or I want that to be me. But the thing is that you never, even though you see things, just like I said at the beginning of the show, even salt looks like sugar. You don't know the behind the scenes of what went on for them to make it that 30 years, for them to make it that 20 years. You don't know what that process is for them to make it that 13 years, and you don't know what went on for your mom to decide to be single. Is she single? Because, you know, sometimes moms be keeping stuff secret. You know what I'm saying? So the choice to be single, single is a choice. It's not like uh, a disease, but it's actually a choice, and people can be single and be happy. Let's talk about it. Let's start with Elijah. But also on top of that, though, you got to realize that it's 2019. So if your parents been married for 30 years, go back 30 years. That's what, 1989? 89 was totally different than what it is right now. People moved different. The way people even talked on the phone was different. We had cell phones. Cell phones looked like a suitcase at that time. So mm-hmm. you, there wasn't even a similar mindset back then. Back then, you really had to work to get a woman next to you. Nowadays, these guys in my circle, all they got to do is send two or three messages through Facebook and Instagram. And most of the time, if you're that easy in the brain area, you hooked. You know, she guys are that easy. She's going to come over in an so hour can... or two. <laughs> guys that you know what I mean? Right. No, this is right. I said guys that ain't oh, easy yeah, too. Now you know we can send a message. Oh yeah, no, Facebook, I'm just I'm just saying, saying that from a male Hot standpoint. Love is everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that from a male standpoint. We easy too, and, and most times, most times we probably would be the easiest. When you have a guy that but hasn't wow. really had that many experiences, he's the easiest. Now, but if you got a guy that the easy, yeah. Because when you don't have when you don't have that many experiences when it comes down to this subject, then you'll fall for pretty much anything. You'll fall for anything no. that's pretty much said to you. I think or, it's a little deeper than that when it comes you. to men. I think it's a little deeper than that when Go it ahead. comes to men. Because it depends on the age bracket of men you're talking about though. I don't know because I run into the forty and no. they like they twenty. You know, but they, you know, they, mm-hmm. they act like they got all the time. But I'm just the them world. trying to be cool. You know, they probably you know, got a pair of skinny so jeans gotta, on and everything walking down the street. 
Right. And I'm like, I'm glad uh-uh. you still wearing a jersey, my brother. Like, what's this about? Yeah, like, throwback you know? jerseys and all that. <laughs> Infinity cap. Looking real 2000-ish right but now. Here, but here is something that we can think about, too, when it comes to our men, especially our African-American men, and it's what's being presented to them in society and what they have to actually look up to. Now, you got to think about the majority of our brothers are either locked up in prison, we got a handful that right. are playing for the other team, and they just don't have the core values instilled in them that they had years ago, century, you know, legacies ago. So most men aren't yeah. even focused on legacy anymore. So you talk about an inbox. If a guy want to lower his fan and say, hey, I'm going to inbox a chick and I can tap that in the next 25 minutes, it's like, yeah, but you inbox me. So apparently you do have low standards too. Like it ain't just a female thing. But it's about a world that where this stuff is now acceptable. I'm from my male and female perspective. It comes from a lack of guidance and a lack of leadership in our male population. That's just being 100. Mm-hmm. So you, you talk about oh, no, that's a fact. what, that's what a fact. women – yeah, you talk about what women are experiencing. Now you made us lower our standards because you refused to raise your standard and be that dude. And so now, look, we have a handful to choose from, and then we want to slip over to the white side. No disrespect. Sometimes the white brother got it going on. It is what it is. But then you look at us sideways. We look at you sideways because you went with Becky. And I'm like, but you making me stoop down because you ain't going to do nothing to inbox me. Right, right. Honey, what you got on it? Man, I don't even know this story. Like, I'm living this whole story out right now. <laughs> you don't even know, like, my, my dude I'm with now, like, we've been together on and off about 10 years. He left, had a kid with a white girl. Came wow. back. You laid him back in the house? You laid him back in the Honey, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been, it goes this deep. I'm telling you, like, I think it's like an emotional tie, like, I can't break it. But, okay. So, do you think it's like an emotional attachment where it's it's not, um, when, I, when you say a soul tie, when it's like an emotional attachment, sometimes you got to go inside and see what it is on the inside that you're lacking, that you have to draw this in, because sometimes it's the comfort of the familiarity of knowing, I already know what this is like. And sometimes that's fear keeping you from stepping out and saying, I'm going to say no. Because, see, this is the thing. When, and I'm not saying this is him. And so if you're listening to him, we're not saying this is you. But a lot of times, you know, a dude will take advantage of your love. They will use that to manipulate, and they will go back to the old faithful when this don't work out. Then they go back to old faithful. But then you have to ask, why? Like, you have to ask, why are you back? What What is it that is different now than different from 24 hours ago, 48 hours ago, five months ago, 10 months ago, however long the distance has been? What's the difference now? Uh, and, and why? Why are you back? Sometimes we don't ask why. We just be like, "Oh, he back," and then we Not accept him. Sometimes you have to ask why. Yeah, that's the question mm-hmm. I ask. But like our communication skills is like it changed. Like everything changed. Like it's not even the same from when he first left. Girl, because she don't want to tell you nothing. Like, hold on. <laughs> 
She ain't trying to give out no information. Here's one thing I learned about men and women. At the end of the day, everybody's going to cheat. Now, I'm telling you, if you're going to cheat, you got to decide where you want to be. Now, you're going to be with me or you're trying to build a home with this chick over here. Or are you really trying to make this work? So when your attitude is changing and you tell me it's not for the better, the cheating is one thing. But don't come back in the house with no extra stuff. Like you ain't stepping up to the place to steal. Problem number one. Mm-hmm. But if I think a lot of times as women, even African-American women, women period, we're very nurturing. And we've always been taught to go through the trenches with a man. Like you got to be there mm-hmm. for me. You got to be down. You got to be a ride or die. Girl. You got to tell them that you love them. You got to hold on to them, embrace them, love on them, make them feel good. Okay, okay, mama, thank you so much for letting me know why you stayed with my daddy. Good. Okay. Now, right. growing up in your day, you may have had six dudes in our 48. Okay, because apparently after y'all had your kids, we had some mamas that was popping our babies that gave us a little bit more population and a little bit more to choose from. So why do I have to settle? Uh, this is the yeah. other thing is that protection. I think that protection is more than just physical protection, protecting me from outside elements. I mean, protection is protecting me emotionally, protecting me right. from certain certain situations, not putting me in certain situations, not creeping over here because you think you can be slick, not going over here and you and, and doing this and then coming back because you know I'm going to take you back, but then now you got this extra, extra thing on the side that you need me to forgive, and the forgiveness has to come really fast. Why? Why is that forgiveness yeah. has to come really fast? Because if it was flipped around and you left and you had a baby, you wouldn't be able to come back. He ain't taking you back. And if he wanted to take you back, it's going to be like five years. He's going to make you sit in it because he's going to be so bitter and upset that he's going to be like, no, I don't even want her now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just our ego talking. That's all that is. That's really, that's really just our ego. The male ego is the most sensitive thing in the world outside of the woman's body. Absolutely. And all that. Like when you when you so, strike that male ahead. ego, that's 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 He's something right. that you can't really come back from unless you're dealing with a yeah. dude that you know is a little sharper mentally. Yeah. Because then he'll know yeah. like you probably honey. did something. You get me a honey mixed up, my boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna deepen my voice. Listen, oh, right this, right? I'm sorry, Marcy. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say that this is what I was gonna say. Like when you think about our society. Um, and then some of the men that we deal with, right? Now, the majority of our men yeah, probably make minimum wage. You know, you probably in the 60K. You got an average that may be making an 80K plus, right? Um, you think about it. You have, You got to think about it. You think about all the basketball wives and balls and all that and how they men have all these babies, have a little baby on the side, but they can come back to the house and she put up with a little BS. It's like it is what it is. But ask me why she's putting up with it. Because he got a bag. And I'm talking about, I ain't talking about the Gucci bag. He got a bag in the bank. And you like to make exceptions for that stuff. So we've seen it on TV. And you've seen them take them back. But you don't know the hell that they go through when they do come back until it's your reality. And when he ain't got no bag to satisfy that emptiness you're feeling, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. He ain't got no other way to satisfy you because you ain't got the cash <laughs> and you ain't got the equity to make me been doing this entire time. Problem number two. And then you're going to give me smack 
and you're not going to talk to me when you come back up in this house after you had a whole baby, and you want me to you feel that stuff? <laughs> but you accept uh, it because you see the basketball this wives on like TV real, doing this uh, stuff. Reality show conversation right now. I'm just listening. Nah, like this. Nah, that's real life. No, I feel like Kevin Hart in the middle of a Think Like a Man movie not, or something. I'm just, I, at the end of the day, I support. I'm going to tell you straight up, I have no problem with men, black men, none of that stuff like that. I support it. And I always say, I never put anything past a man. Men are going to cheat. Women are going to cheat. But it's how you do it and what you do when you come back. At the end of the day. They gonna do a parent. These our parents have been married for years. Our parents have experienced infidelity. Each everybody parents on this line have experienced infidelity. Now one parent may have walked away because your infidelity caused a deeper financial deficit in our family. Problem number four. You can't do that. You can't take money out of my household when you know we struggling. You gonna go and do this? And you can't support your cheating ways. We got a problem. And then you want to go back old school. You want to go back old school. Back in the day, um, we used you to have dinner with that. Everybody with the was raving. Everybody, right? The mistress, but everybody knew how to keep. That's right. I'm gonna say the men back then knew how to keep their situations. Like whatever he's doing in the street, you ain't even supposed to know. And whatever she doing in the street. She ain't supposed to know. It's never supposed to touch your house. It's never supposed to call your phone. It's never supposed to walk but women the door. Have more it's never respect respect your car. No, women had more respect back then. Let's be honest. Women had more respect for each other than to run up in a dude's house or to put his business on social media. Because at the end of the day, they all had families to protect. So it was like, listen, me and Mrs. Jones, we got a thing going on. We meet at the same place, same time every day. They had an understanding. Don't cross that line. Here, they're habitual line crossers. You're crossing boundaries. Like, don't come to my job. Don't show up at my place. Don't show me your dirty panties. Stay out of our business. You're going to sleep with him, rock with him. You better have enough money to support his crap and be able to take care mm-hmm. of his family. Yeah. But that's his fault. That's his fault because you, you gave them. This is the thing. When you give somebody the ability, if this is supposed to be a woman, and you give another female, first of all, if you're talking to another female about your woman, that's a no-no. You're giving her yep. power. You're giving her authority. You're saying that it's okay. When you leave your woman to go kick it with this female or go out of town with this female or whatever you want to do with her, you're giving her power. You're making her feel like I'm who he want to be with. When in all actuality, you don't know what the hell he want to do or who he want to do with, you know, who he want to do it with. He's just going to do whatever everybody is going to let him do. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I was watching um, uh, Life After Lockup or Lockup After Love or Love After whatever the show is. And so dude mm-hmm. is married. He met some chick in, um, in prison. Um, and so he married his baby's mama while he was in prison so he got married while he was in prison he got out of prison he didn't want to be with the baby mama he wants to be with the other girl but then you done married this girl and you didn't the other girl is coming from texas to new york she coming to visit you and kick it with you you got a whole situation on the side i mean this is what they doing and so everybody feels like i'm the one you know because mm-hmm. they're, they don't know how to create their 
everybody needs boundaries. Sometimes, ladies, it's not that we need edge control. We just need some boundaries. <laughs> so <laughs> But, you know, yeah, at, we the 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 day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, cheating, that stuff isn't cool because, you know, you wind up ruining relationships and you wind up ruining people and also their um, perspectives on relationships fall. And that's a lot got to try to heal and try to get past. Mm-hmm. And, and even for the next chick, that's for her. She, You know, you have trust issues at this point. So um, you really breaking down yourself on the inside. The minute you decide to step out and be unfaithful or, you know, just to have those moments, that's just just saying, I don't trust myself. Uh, I have no respect for myself. And guess what? I, I pretty much am at the bottom of the total pole because I just don't have enough discipline to be good people. Right, but let's talk about trust issues, though, because you really don't have trust issues. If you can sit down in a chair and you're not worried about where that chair, if that chair going to hold you, you go into a restaurant, you can sit down and eat food, you're not worried about if they wash their hands, if the food was clean. You don't have trust issues. What it is is when you get that feeling on the inside, that's something telling you that you don't trust mm-hmm. that situation and you don't trust yourself and the decisions that you make when you are in that situation. And all that tells you is that's like a red stop sign. So many times in real life, we know if you pass a stop sign, you're going to get a ticket. But why in relationships you pass a stop sign and it's like, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. But there was a stop sign there. It was something telling you that that person is going to be deceiving. That person is going to lie. You know, some men just lie because they can't lie to you because they know she ain't going nowhere. When a, when a man know that he got you, she ain't going nowhere. I could do what I want to do. I could say what I want to say, and we might fall out for a minute, but, boom, she's still going to be there. And vice versa. That's you got me like, like, like I got what I want to do. Say, well, I got to say what I want to say, and he's still going to be there. And, and and that's yeah. what that the trust issue is, letting you know that. Don't trust them. Yeah. But we do it anyway. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds like Jody and Yvette right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Jody. <laughs> I don't know. It's, but it's tough, though. It's tough, man. Yeah. And it's even tougher when you got men that dress up like and they just killing our swag all day. It's like you oh trying to keep yeah, up with that thing. Like that's, that's kind it's of hard. Like, like you, you know, you got to deal with the European. The hit. You got to deal with a lot of stuff. A lot of uh, physical um, enhancement that these girls are killing themselves over trying to appeal to the common dude. And it's hard. It's like you're dealing with a lot of things. Um, if you are focusing your life on the television, like that vision that they're selling you is just off, and, and, and people capitalize on that. The industry capitalizes on that. All the hair stores capitalize on the career, everything. And so you you dealing with stuff. When you get to putting on all that makeup and you contouring everything, and I don't know what, if this your nose or a visa, you be like, what's, what's happening right now? Like, Most of those girls, stories go back to self-esteem, though. Nah. Most of those stories go right back to self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. And but see, how did it start? But you gotta, you gotta date that back to, to. And I, I'm gonna say it, it goes back as far as slavery. Like it is what it is, and what was pounded in our heads from a European standpoint. 
Um, and it's hard because we took that and we amplified it and we put that on our kids and our parents. You know, it just it just, it was a cycle. It's almost like a cycle of defeat almost. And you got to fight hard not to to fall victim to that. To stay true to yourself and and take the time out to learn who you are. I think it might be deeper be than that though. Okay. I think it might be deeper than that because if you look at like social media, like if you go on Instagram right now and you look at all the Instagram models, like you just said. Half of the parts on their body, they bought. Right. Whether it be above the waist or below the waist, they purchased yeah. it and got it put on, even down to the hair. When most of the time, if you ask guys, especially black men, half the time, we like when a female is natural. Yeah. We don't necessarily like all the weave and all that, all the extra extensions and everything like that. Some of us do. But at the end of the day, I got my hair natural. If you want to come see, you know. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> see that 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 popcorn love we just made out, y'all. I love it. She <laughs> <laughs> didn't even hit me in my DM, you know. <laughs> well, you know, you know the name on Facebook is Elijah Foreman. You can send that message if you want. Uh, ain't a problem. Oh, you can do that. That's how oh. I know you're gonna come look for me. That's how I, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's a couple different things. And it's not just one thing. Everybody's right. You know, it's the slavery thing is right. Self-esteem is, is right. But it's also peer pressure, too. Like I just said with social media, if you see two of your friends at the beach, they got a slim waist because they didn't got a couple tummy tucks. They got a new chest. <laughs> They got a new rear back there. You're going to want that, too. You're going to look at yourself in the mirror, and you ain't going to be too comfortable with yourself no more. You're going to wonder how many dudes is looking at her instead of looking at you. And then that's going to mess with your mental, most women. That's going to mess with their mental. That's That goes back to what I said. The 2019 is different. You got the computers. You got the phones, tablets. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram runs a lot of stuff these days. So all of that comes into play. It's, yeah. it's not just one well, thing anymore. Well, we have a hand up, guys. You guys feel like taking a call? I think I told a couple people to call in. You know? Okay, we're going to bring it to the 718-675. You're live in the chat room. What's your name and where you calling from? Hello, somebody. My name is Kay. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. How are you? Hey, Kay. Hey, Kay. Hey, boo. Talking about do you feel like you want to take a call? Hello, somebody. I'm here. (laughs) Go back to me. (laughs) What's going on? Hey, what you got to say, Kay? We've We've been talking it up. What you got? Yeah, I hear y'all, but in the meantime, in between time, what I feel like it is is most people, I want to say, on the women and the male side, it's all about having a warm body. A lot of people don't want to be alone. It's like scared to walk that road by yourself. So it's like we'll take a much, much man, a much, much woman, much as he's mine, he's yours, much as she's mine, he's yours, you know. And a lot of women, for the most part, blame it on the gentleman. And I have to say that I blame it on ourselves because sometimes it's something what it is that we lacking on the inside that it could be clear as day. Ray Charles could have seen it. Mozart could have heard it. 
Yet in the meantime, in between time, if we want him to be that, that's what it is that we create in our own mind. When the average man is really simple, but it's the mind and the complicated mind of the woman that makes him something that either he's not or what it is that we want him to be instead of accepting him for exactly who he is. And that's, that's what happens on the both sides. I feel like we put this model as to what it is that we want to be or what, like Elijah said, which I love him from the head to the to his toes. Great guy, great book. You know, keep up the good work, Elijah. Yet, as he said, it's not even you. more of a more of a peer pressure. It's more of if you look on social media, Instagram and Facebook, what gets the most likes is the most ratchetest, most triflingest, everything that's not right. It's everything is for the likes. You'll look at a guy, he'll talk about that. He likes like he said, a natural woman a calm woman, shall we say, and the broad that's on Facebook that's talking about how she swallowed five babies, how it is that her pussy is popping, she got a thousand likes, and the one that's the book author or the one that's her own business or his own business, he gets zero likes. Everything out there is fake, whether it be mentality, hair, clothes, eyes, gangster. If you really look at it, it's not even Facebook and Instagram. To me, it's not even a reality show. It's... um what it is that you really want to be show, not what you really are. That's just my personal opinion. When you look at some of the reality shows, you look at them scripts, they the same thing. <laughs> a lot of yeah, that stuff right. not real. You got a director right. walking up to you like, okay, today you and her going to fight at the bar in like but 10 in the minutes. Meantime, oh, if you oh. look Can I ask a question? Person, okay. We, we okay. it's what it is. is we all, okay. we, we don't. Uh, yes? No, she said. No, no, she, I, I, this is oh. Marcy. I just wanted to ask you a question, Kay. And it's kind of personal, too. Um, did you grow up with your father in the home? Yes, I did. Good, good. And one thing that I was going to say when it came to what we experienced as children, right, um, and how you said we want to, sometimes we want a warm body and, you know, you just that, mm-hmm. that instant love, that thing. What we lack as individuals and as people is what we call relationship equity. So most people don't even know how to build a proper relationship, not just personally, I'm talking about business-wise. A lot of people don't really understand that when you start mistreating people or, you know, even mistreating yourself, or like you said, it's six days, you swallowed five kids, but you got the author that's out here struggling to get one like or a share on a post. The people that experience a chick with five kids, sometimes don't even have the relationship equity to know what it means to even support somebody. Realistically speaking. I 100% agree with that. That is one of the strongest things. And you know why I say that? What you say is real is because most of us, we're so caught up in the telecommunication that instead of me saying, yo, sis, I disagree with you or I feel some sort of way, I put an indirect post or I text it to you because I can't look at you and say the communication back type of bond. We can't communicate with each other anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what it mm-hmm. is. I can't say she looks good. It's like she thinks she's cute. No, you thought she was cute. That's why you said yeah. that. But instead of saying exactly. that, it's, you know, we're taught with the self-hate. And then, like Elijah said, it's more with everything. Like, look at Nicki Minaj had yellow hair on a Monday. By Tuesday morning, six o'clock, everybody had on yellow wigs, and we're bumping wow. it, and she's just like, 
These birds copy every word, every inch. The gang gang got the hammer in the wrench. And and y'all twerking to this. She's basically saying that she controls what you wear and how you look. Yeah. No matter what you bitches say, you want to look like me. And, I mean, that's 100%, yeah. but guess what? We rocking it like, yes. When she's basically calling us fucking <laughs> tears. <laughs> if you really get it. If you really look at it, that's what it is. No, honestly. That money that you spend on a bundle, the money you spend on a bundle, you can invest in yourself and go take you a couple of coaching classes or business mastery classes and learn some stuff. Hello, like, somebody. I'm Hello, psychometric classes. <laughs> Take a class yes. or so, you know, invest in somebody else. But we'd rather go and look the part and can't even act the part and then want to get mad when a joker disrespects you. Like, don't pop off at somebody and another chick that calls you out on your short comments or your, 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 your shortfalls. Don't get mad at another chick that says, nah, baby, you ain't got it because I can wear my natural hair, but I bet you I got 10K plus in one account. And you won't have Hello, it. somebody. Loud enough for them to hear in the balcony, baby. And see, that's what it is. Everybody. Talk that money talk. That's what make them nervous. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, right now, they tied it in virgins listening to us collaborate. And we ain't beefing. We not snapping on each other. It's like, oh. Right. If you really look at it, it's like they can't even spell. You talking about bundles. The only bundles they pay for is the niggas' packs or an income tax day or for a track. And at the end of the day, your pockets is in it with no ambition. You got an iPhone 8 Plus EBT card with that. You heard? That's, that's the kind of mentality we have, and we're all about extravagance with no ambition. Mm-hmm. It's about what no it is ambition. that we look like on the outside and the inside are hollow. Her ass yeah. is fat, but do she yeah, know how to clean it? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But you yeah. know what? But you know what? What that that also brings up, and we're gonna put you back into the queue. We thank you for commenting because she brought up some a few things thank that we Kay. about to talk about. Thank you, Kay. We about to talk about settling. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna talk about fear. And we're gonna talk don't, about don't, the don't. lockdown. And we're gonna talk about the lockdown first. So this is the thing. Don't. Most of the time. <laughs> You got dudes that will get a female, they'll be like, oh, she's ambitious, she's this, she's all the things that he's aspiring to really be on the inside. He ain't did no work to get there, but she's aspiring to do, or she's got her stuff together, and instead of him taking time to get his stuff together, he like, let me lock her down. Let me lock her down, so that way when I get together, uh, then, you know, we're going to be okay. But a lot of times you have to suppress what she got going on so that mm. you can catch up to her. So let's talk about uh. it. Oh, that's tight. Ooh. Ooh. Let's see. I'm going to let the man, because he's the king, I'm going to let the king speak first. Go ahead, king. <laughs> that one right there, that's, that's uh, wow. That's kind of deep. I mean yeah. that that really that really to me that depends on the guy because I've seen a lot of guys that they may not have all the money in the bank but they do have that ambition they do have like they may have their own apartment they may have their own car they may be making investments they may have a good job but the lady's bank account may not match his hers may be a little higher. So you have once again this goes back to ego. 
a lot of guys don't know how to handle that. A lot of guys don't know what to do first when their lady's making more money than them or their lady's making more moves than them. You know, perfect example, I dated a woman that's a filmmaker. And, you know, she makes small films, she makes feature films and stuff like that. But she's moving. She travels. She hits L.A., Atlanta, all types of stuff. And she asked me one day, we just having a regular conversation, and she said, I hope you're not in your feelings or your ego not hurt. I said, what you mean? She said, because most guys, when they find out that I'm doing more than them, they feel some kind of way, and they start feeling less of a man. And I let her know at the end of the day, when it comes down to me, my mental is already intact. Whatever you're doing over there, that's dope. That's great for you. But that's never going to affect me to the point where I'm feeling less of a man because I handle mines over here with no problem. You have a lot of guys that don't know how to handle their own situation until they get with their girl. Just like you asked Kay, did she have her dad in the home? A lot of guys mm-hmm. don't have their mother in the home. That's right. Or a lot of guys have their mother in the house, but she's not there mentally. She's just a body in the house, making sure that, you know, the bills are paid, but she's not teaching her son anything. So at the end of the day, without that strong mother figure, you really don't know how to treat a female. You really don't know how to handle a female. Because, guys, we can tell our sons a little bit of stuff on how to treat a lady and all this and that, but it's probably best to go to the lady. Get insight mm. from the lady too. A lot of us don't think mm. like that. I'm bubbling. Let's I'm bubbling. Let's see my man. thing with that. Let's see my thing with that. I have a. I have. I have this thing about a men telling women how to be. You gonna tell a woman how to be before you can tell a man how to be. This is the thing. Men need guidance. They're not listening right. to their women. So you're talking to their women, trying to get her to do something, but he's not listening to her no way. So. They need other men to talk to them, to show them what it is so that they know. So why are you telling women how to be? People telling us how to be every every day. How about tell, yeah. they need to have some men telling men how to be? Tell them how to do things. Tell them how to move. And not only just tell them because men are visual, you can't just tell them. You have to show you gotta them. Show. You have to show yeah. them what it is that you're saying about moving and doing certain things and, and this is what a man should look like and this is and how your move should look like. To piggyback off of that, sometimes it's not just the parents neither. Like with me, I didn't have my biological father when I was growing up. I had a stepfather. But even with just him, I also had uncles. I had like 12 uncles growing up. I had, you know, at least 10 older cousins that were about 10, 15 years older than me that were that are males. So I had plenty of male figures. I didn't have to just go to dad to talk about certain things. I had an abundance of men that could sit me down and teach me something. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some guys don't have that either. So that becomes like a double whammy at the end of the day. So what you're seeing is guys that really started learning on the fly. They didn't have any guidance. They learn off of what they see. What they see their friends do to their girlfriends, that's what they're going to end up doing because that's all they see. 
So mm-hmm. it really well, depends on the guy or the person. No weapons. So, so you talk about this, Marcy. Um, okay. You know, men are more confident with money. Women know how to seek more help, and women focus more on long term. So when you say when a woman has the funds and a man coming in, and he's like, yeah, babe, do your thing, you kind of deal with two different personalities when it comes to a man in that particular position, whether he has it or not. Even when he does have it, men use it as a form of control. And then when he doesn't have it, men use it as a form of control and a little bit of abuse. So <laughs> you go through a, a couple of a couple of emotions when it comes to the lockdown. So we're going to go back to the lockdown. And men are hold on to a woman that has her, her stuff together seemingly because she comes on, you know, she's professional, has the bank account, all this stuff like that. You got some guys that are users that cannot wait to come up. And then you have some guys that are reaching out and saying, hey, show me how. But there's a disorder right here. First and foremost, no disrespect to any woman on this line, but as a head of household and as a man, biblically, he is the leader. You cannot come to a woman and ask a woman to literally show you how to do something. It doesn't work like that. Either you're going to show me because at the end of the day, there's a voice that's going to be lacking as a woman because I'm looking to you for that leadership. I'm looking to you to guide me and to protect me. I'm looking for you to lock this down the right way. We start losing hope in the process when you can't deliver. And then we start losing hope in the process because it goes back to our psyche. When women are bossed up, we bossed up. It's kind of hard to deal with that because we got a certain mentality, like you better come hard and come strong or you need to go back home with your mama. <laughs> but that takes me, listen, that's a good thing, but that takes me to the other thing about being, that takes me to the other question about being with someone that is weaker than you. You have a lot of men that seek females that are weaker than them. You have a lot of females that seek men that are weaker than them. And, and, and that's settling, but there's also the fear, the fear of meeting somebody that's on your level. You know, you have so many yeah. men that say, I'm an alpha male, I'm an alpha male. But this is the thing. You being an alpha male, you need an alpha female because you can't, anything less is going to be hard for you to move around because they, they mentality, everything is going to be teach me, teach me, teach me. And you're supposed to be able to pour into your woman and teach your woman and vice versa. But at the same time, that gets tiring when you're the only one doing all of the teaching. You're the only one doing all of the the the, the everything has and the moving shifted. and the pushing and the pulling. Yeah, everything has shifted. There's no more submission when it comes to a female. Like, you got to be straight up raised a certain type of way to understand what it means to even submit to a male, the right male, the one that you really are equally yoked with, instead of us out here just casually courting and dating and having all these frivolous relationships, and then we get ourselves caught up in a situation you can't get out of. So when it comes to a woman, we're supposed to submit ourselves, and it's hard to submit when you can't trust and follow leadership. So when you got that guy that ain't really in that space, hey, man, you shouldn't be dating a woman. You shouldn't be. You should take your time and get yourself together. So when you do step to the female that got herself together seemingly, because all she wants is a man to really protect her, it's only a few things that we want, good dick, protection, and some money. I'm just being honest. Like, <laughs> come on, man. If it ain't lined up in that order, because we, it, I'm just being honest. 
I'm glad I came to this party by myself. I had a couple of my guys with me. It 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 it, it got a little, little spicy in here. I'm glad I'm by myself. <laughs> I'm in support. I'm supporting the male gender. All I'm saying is, listen, everybody wants the same thing. Your man, all he wants is to be fed. He want to be poured into. He want to be loved on. He want to be fucked right. And and, and he needs you to be able to help him get a bag. I mean, everybody wants the same thing. He don't see that. No, that ain't it. See, for me, men want three things, right? They want good sex. They want you to cook and chill. And they want you to be quiet. See, we do a lot as as women. We do a lot of talking, and we want to tell them how they supposed to. We want to tell them how to run their finances. We want to take that alpha male role without the alpha male responsibilities. We don't want to take no trash out. I'm not cutting my grass, and you better be home when I get there. That's crazy. They don't know what a, they don't know what well, a hammer is. They don't know how to change the tire. They're not trying to be the ones. Uh, putting the gas in the car, because I right. pulled up to the gas station many a day, dude sitting in the car chilling. I wouldn't care if that's for a man or not. He shouldn't be in that car chilling. If you are driving, you need to be out pumping that gas. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> wow. Right. But then you got those chicks that want to be boss chicks. You're going to be bossing up, pumping your own gas. Because you just going to let this man be a man. But then you're going to get with a dude that you're going to run up. And then you're going to run them crazy. But it really is about submitting to the right person. It's about submitting to the one that calls you with you. And you can't submit to everybody. You can't let everybody in your face. If you're not treating your coochie like it's high-end real estate, you're on the wrong program. Yes, right. Community dick and executive coochie do not mix. I'm going to say it again. Community dick and executive coochie do not mix. But I'm going to say that submission submission comes naturally, provided that it's the right person. Like she was saying, trying to tell him how to be be this and how to do this. That means he still needs some training. He's not. He's not. What you mean? Hold on, hold on. He's not going to be able to Valentine's Day and everything, but maybe we need to do this weekly. This sounds like a, a weekly show. Y'all, y'all done got passionate on me. It's a lot of, you know, pent up emotion up in that chest area. We let it all out tonight. Okay. I like to chime in because I, this is Tony. I like to chime in because I have been listening to everyone's opinion, and, and everybody has their violent points. But I got to rock with my girl, Marcinet, because she has laid it on the on the table. Now, I just want to say that I, as far as the submission part, you have to be, and you have to be submissive to the right man. You know, I'm a boss in my own way, in my own right. When I'm outside this house, I do what I got to do, and I boss, do it in the boss way. But when I step foot in this house or when I'm at my husband's side, he is the man. You know, I submit to him. You know, and I think yeah. that's why my marriage has lasted 27 years. Because you have hey, to know what, what you know because you know it. All right, first and yeah, foremost. Man. But we talk about these relationships. Now, relationships are not just because people are together isn't necessarily a relationship. Because we've heard all mm-hmm. sides and all, everything about how you're not evenly yoked. You want this, you want that. Mm-hmm. But you have to know yourself. You have to know the meaning of a relationship in order to know that yep. you're in a relationship. 
and to and to treat it as such a relationship. So a lot of times people are together, but they're not really in a relationship. That's right. They're just together. Business, so you girl. have to know the difference, and there is a difference. Yep. Yep. A lot of couples are together because of the business moves, the business stuff. And there ain't no okay. love there. They function like business partners. Like you have these exactly. different levels of relationships that you witness, and then people see that stuff and they feel like, oh, this, this is what I want. I can handle it. You can't really handle that. You can't handle a business mm-hmm. partner and not a lover, but you're married to that person because you got way too much on paper to even dissolve your right. stuff. You know right. what I mean? So it's a lot about relationships. Man, I don't, again, this is relationship equity. People do not know how to be in relationship, even with Christ, even with God. I don't care if you were, if you were Allah, Buddha, whomever, your relationship mm-hmm. with that entity has to be aligned in order for you to even know what you call to do and know who's called to you and know what works for you. Until Amen. Then you You're absolutely 100% right. And also, it's also what what our children are like sponges. They soak up everything they see us do, and it's not necessarily their parents. Or like a lot of you said, you have aunties, you have uncles, you have nannies, you have big mamas around you. But yet, still, they're still soaking up that knowledge. They're soaking up what they mm-hmm. see, and by those things that they're soaking up, they portray it into our community. So you have to make sure you're pouring into your child and not just necessarily you, the people around you, the people that you have in your circle, because they also play a part in how your child and what your child sees and how they interact. So you have to be so careful what you pour into your child because they are a reflection of our community today. Yeah. And then, honey, honey, you over there quietly, honey. What you what you got to say? Because I know you over there like, child, I know you got notes. I know you over there like, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> hey, you know, I got my right notebook and I got my pen together. Yes, I got my notebook and my pen. I am learning something today. I didn't just learn something today. <laughs>
I, I would say I'm not wife material because to be a wife is a limited situation. I want to be a life partner. And to be a life partner, that means y'all have to be able to grow together. Y'all have to be able to build together. It has Y'all have Preach. to build, especially in the society that we live in. You have to be able to build financially, uh, emotionally, everything. You guys have to be able to just set for victory. If she got a business idea, he's supposed to jump in and say, babe, I got you. What what is your vision? Yeah. Let me make this happen for you. Let me help you make this happen. Vice versa. Babe, you doing this, this, and this? Come on. How can I help? You got so many husbands that will sell their wives' books real quick. They're like, uh, yeah, I need you to buy my wife's book. Because they, they know that's her that's her desire. You have wives that will sell their husbands' books, um, promote their businesses. They, and that's really what it is. Y'all are a team. Y'all got to work and build and grow together. And I think that a lot of times people forget that everything comes with levels. You got level one, yeah. two, three, yeah. four. And in order to be able to be there 30, 40, 50 years, you have to be able to take that to the next level and grow mm-hmm. together. But y'all know here on Let's Chat, we like to do something a little fun. Oh, go ahead, T. <laughs> she said, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> who, is that, who is that cringing? Who is that cringing? Don't that cringe, was my cringe. Cause y'all always. Uh-uh. <laughs> y'all always up to something. Don't trust me, y'all. Don't trust me, y'all. Let me just stand in the back. What you mean, Marcia What you mean, girl? <laughs> I don't understand. What do we be doing? <laughs> okay, I read. <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness, that was funny. Here on Let's Chat, we like to do something fun. Honey is new to Let's Chat. Uh, oh, we, do, we like nah, to do something nah, fun nah. because really we have. Mm-mm. We have a lot of authors that come on here, and we love to be able to share y'all, just share y'all's world, share y'all creativity uh, with readers. We like to be able to connect authors with readers that they maybe didn't have before. And so in doing that, we do what's called a live excerpt. And in that live mm-hmm. excerpt, T is going to give you a prop, You're gonna or two. Or three. You're gonna take that prop. You're gonna you can put play it however you want to play it. You can you can put it take it uh, a scene from your book and add the prop to that. You can create a new scene. You can take characters that you already have. However you want to spin it. You can take it to the horror. You can take it to fantasy. You can bring it around street lit. However you want to do it, you can do it. So I'm ready mm-hmm. to see what he got to say. I'm excited. This is Valentine's Day edition, y'all, so it's going to be good. And you all know our motto is, is it's going to be nasty, let it be nasty. If not, then they ask Starbucks for some coffee. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, I will, we're going to do it a little twist. I'm going to give you guys each two props, and I want you to let your story ride with each other, like, you know, tag, tag, tag. And, Marcin, um, since we've started with you most questions tonight, I'm going to let you go second. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. I, I'm going to start with uh, our king in the cl- in the chat room, Mr. Elijah. And your two props to give us a live excerpt is some cyanide and some handcuffs. And, Marcine, your two props is going to be some Vaseline and a raincoat. 
And Miss Honey, no. your prop is going to be some honey <laughs> and a coffin. You know that dead people sit in, lie in. So those are yours. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you We're doing this on the fly. We, we create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You improv. Yeah, tag team. Tag team. Tag team. Y'all got a tag team. I'm throwing in some blood splatter. I'm, blood, I'm throwing in blood splatter. I'm throwing in blood splatter. Let's, let's get it, Elijah. Mm. All right, what's, what's mm. my props again? Mm. Um, I've been hearing bits and pieces. I'm trying to get myself together. <laughs> your, your prop was some cyanide and what was this? Some cyanide and handcuffs. 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 Some cyanide. Cyanide and handcuffs. Cyanide. And Marcia, you have yours? I got Vaseline and a raincoat, baby. Mm-hmm. And Miss Honey, you have yours? Yes, I want to get Marcia and Marcia and Marcia I didn't hear you. I want to give. I want to give uh, Marcia Nay blood splatter too. Okay. Oh, oh man. Oh come on. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. Okay. I knew it. All right, Elijah. Let's get it. Uh. Uh. Come on. Tag team. <laughs> Y'all throwing me off with that side, man. I know what to do with the handcuffs. I'm just trying to think. Start off with your handcuffs then. Start off with that. Okay. Um, hmm. And we can link this to our story? Yep. Oh, no, it's a tag team. So y'all tag teaming. Y'all going to flow off each other. All right, well we go we going to give him a moment. We going we going to kick it off with honey. Come on, honey. Bring him on in. <laughs> so it's just an excerpt like we just say, start off the story, right? Right. Yep, it's an excerpt. Mhm. Okay. Set. <laughs> As I stepped into the house, I realized that Benita was not there when I got home. So I sat, I sat there and thought to myself, where could this nigga be? I went to the kitchen. I got my teacup, poured a little honey, and dialed his number. Okay, Marcinay. Okay, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Marcinay. Um, got my teacup for the little honey, and I thought to myself, now I'm very horny. Now I'm a 50-year-old woman right now. Now I done learned about my sexuality. I'm wondering what can I do with this honey and this gasoline? Hold on, wait a minute. Let me think for a second. So, I was to use. I got handcuffs and cyanide poison. All right, man. 
<laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> so I good, sat girl. down in a chair and I thought to myself, now if I knew then what I know now, I would learn to turn on a porno and go in. But I can't do that because niggas on the way. It just might catch me, and I may have to shank him and have a little blood splatter all over the floor. Hold on, let me find my raincoat because I don't want any evidence on the kitchen floor. Ding dong. <laughs> There's the doorbell. All right. Should I let him in Elijah? or should I wait? Okay, wait a minute. Pause. All, all right, right, girl. Elijah? All right, it's my turn now. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So she stopped that thing, though. This girl been getting on my nerves. This girl been getting on my nerves. She been calling me for the last two hours talking about she horny. I've been giving her dick for the last week straight. Man, it's tired. Then on top of that, I just found out that she was smashing the homie and my bro. But she thinks she's slick, though. She's sitting there. Doing what we do, pretty much. So I can't even be mad at her. Jumping in the DMs, doing her little pimping thing. But you know what? I got something for her. I'm not letting that ride. She opened the door, wearing nothing but a white T-shirt. Looking good. Vaseline all over the place for some reason. And I smell funny, too. <laughs> She must have been into a porno or something. Mm. I asked her, what you cook tonight? She looked at me and rolled her eyes and said nothing. Walked back into the house. Oh. Said, all right. All right, all right, Shut. honey. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That, that honey. was hot. That was hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he left off on What? He, he walked in the house. I ain't even get to my two props yet. You know what I mean? We're going to have to keep tagging him around. That was I had nice. something <laughs> Girl, honey. Pick up. He in the kitchen wondering what's been cooking. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's been cooking? Okay. I'm like, you know, I had to put, uh, give you a meal fit for a king. I got some steak and potatoes on the stove. He like, that ain't what I want. I want you covered in honey. I'm like, well, shit. What's up? He like, fuck it, I got something new. I'm like, what's that? He pushed me down on the couch and bent me over. He like, man, I seen this on the porno. We finna do it in the coffin. She's on record to say this. I have nothing to do with what she just saw that part of. I don't want to even get close to that. We ain't getting no coffee. That's that's too close to the dirt. I love it. So we lay down in that coffin. And I'm thinking to myself, dang, I should ride this joint till I kill him myself. But then, hold on now. You see that? What is that? Is that blood? Oh, my period came on. Oh, my God. This just basically warmed my whole night. 
What you say, baby? You like it when we do it dirty? Oh, this night just got real good. So go ahead and turn on some Tupac, and let's go ahead and ride this out. Hey, can you turn your camera on? Because I want to remember this night. He looked at me and said, nah, babe, we're not making a porno. Uh, Yeah, we are. You want to grab those handcuffs, right? Nah, this is kind of kinky, babe. We're already in the coffin. I thought you liked it dirty. You see what I got going on? Listen, grab the raincoat so we don't mess up the lining in the coffin. <laughs> It's my turn again. Yeah, round it up. Y'all in the coffin? Y'all in the coffin? Listen to Tupac. We in the coffin listening to Tupac. All right. With the the handcuffs. Okay, so this girl done got on some real freak nasty shit tonight. She talking about being on her period and still wanting to smash and all this and that. I mean, I've done it before, but, you know, that was back in the high school days. But I guess we can do it again. Cool. But before that, I asked her, can you give me something to drink, though? Like, you know, rather kind of parched. Say what you want. Said anything you got up in there. She said, I only got one. Let me get two glasses. All right, cool. What she don't know is she thinks she about to get some sex, but she got the right tool in here because she going to be in this coffin by her damn self. <laughs> she came back in the room, two glasses of wine. She handed me both of them and said, you know what? I got to go to the bathroom real quick. I said, all right, cool. So, I took one glass and pulled some cyanide poison in there that I got from my uncle. So I told him I scanned her that she'd been acting. And I downed the other Put the empty glass on the counter and held the other one for her. So when she came back, I passed it to her. Said, drink up. And while you at it, put these on. I handed her some handcuffs. She said, what am I going to do with these? Put them on. And then bend over. I hopped out the casket and shut that shit because it was starting to spook me out. <laughs> Bent her over the kitchen table, went in on her for about 10 minutes. She started screaming my name like crazy. I don't know what it is about this girl. She must be the nympho or she must really love how my dick moves in her because this girl is addicted. But anyway, when I was done, I noticed that she started getting real dizzy on me. She must have seen three of my faces. Because she turned around and said, what you put in my drink? I said, I ain't put none but revenge in your drink. So go lay down in that coffin and have a good nap. Hey. All right, all right, all right. Hey. 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 Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. Yeah! <laughs> oh, man, y'all did that thing tonight, guys. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was a relief. That was freestyle. Awesome. For the readers that's listening, I got to know I do this. But they caught me hey. off guard, though. 
this was my first time tuning in. This was a really good show. I'm going to tune in every time y'all, you know, get on here. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> y'all already know I'm we alumni. Y'all, y'all call me five minutes before you go on air and I'll pop up. So, you know. <laughs> we love you for it. We love you for it. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Absolutely. We appreciate y'all coming to kick it with us in the chat room. We will see y'all Friday. Friday we will have very special guests into the chat room. We are gonna have the men of She Married the Ring. Uh stage play. We're gonna that's gonna be good. Yeah, we're gonna have the we're going to have a few of the castmates in here coming to kick it with us in the chat room. And don't forget, we got our love, our um, Mind, Body, and Soul segment. Now that's on Spreaker Radio. Make sure you guys go over to Spreaker and follow Let's Chat. We will have another Mind, Body, and Soul segment on Monday. We're talking about black women and media. We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us, and we will see y'all on Friday. Happy Valentine's Day. Good night, y'all. Bye. Good night. Happy Valentine's Day.